You were called to make the world brighter, to run on the front lines, to cast vision where it had not yet landed. You are not gifted to be a random burst of energy, but a consistent force that enables the world to hear beauty, see potential, and write stories in a way that points the world to Jesus. Provoke and inspire. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Sometimes I like the uh, low energy start. Yeah. You know, I typically, don't. I'm more like, hello. Yeah. Actually, that's Luke. But welcome to the Provoke and Inspire podcast. We are in a spacious theater. Together, uh, collectively. We're on the stage performing, if you will. You know, and, uh, if you notice, Chad's forehead is not quite as shiny today. Did you get yeah, that yeah, treatment? I actually, yeah, I got it treated. I got it's one of those beautiful. laser, you know, oil diffuser treatments going on. I think that's three <laughs> different types of treatment you just it's kind of like, It's kind of like forehead fracking, if you will. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I did. Yes, I little did they know forehead. there are many towns in northern Canada that are being powered by the oil extracted <laughs> from Chad's head. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I started that sentence. I'm like, keep going, man. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. You got to keep just pulling take the it there. Take there. Go, 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 you did to, to well, supply think them of with power. people now they can see in yeah. the dark because of you. Right, I think right. your dreads are like, yeah. don't make sure they don't rub on that oh, microphone. Sorry. <laughs> I was wearing, wearing this hat to try to keep it off the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Anyway, yeah. this is the Provoke and Inspire podcast. We are calling all followers of Jesus to radical faith in secular culture. That is our heart. Um, originally, it started more geared towards artists, but it has since morphed into something larger. I'm staring through sort of the grade <laughs> of this weird arm yeah, stand that. thing. That's why which I made the whole side. Focus. It's confusing, isn't it? It is. Luke looks better. But Chad ben, looks slightly worse. But back to the point, you know, we are still for everybody because today everybody's an artist. Yeah, right? but we're having the so. point, you know, shaved off this this November. Um, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, that's true. It is getting shaved off. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. best to keep the point yeah, smooth. Right. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> it's really, really okay. good to be here in person. I'm scrambling to find my notes. Yep. Uh, but we are uh, we have the privilege of doing something a little bit different, not just being in person, which of course is different, uh, but doing a, a series as opposed to kind of reacting to what's happening in the world. Uh, we can take this chance uh, to pick a topic, to break it down, and, and to kind of inject our thoughts into it. Uh, and, and it does need to be noted that this will not be an instant release. Right. So we are going to so say a lot mean of things. In- instant Yes, release. but they can't see the fingers. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe they can. Hopefully they Some can, because out of can. context, not being able to see the fingers sounds like kind of a weird thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, so we'll, uh, we're doing a four-part series that's based on Hebrews 10, 23 through, tw- uh, through 25. Uh, it's something that, as I was praying about a theme for Provoke and Inspire, uh, both in-person seminars and also the podcast, uh, this is kind of a, a verse that kind of stuck out to me and, and I felt like God really spoke to me through. Um, and I will get into that. I will set that up and we can talk about it, break it down into four parts. Uh, but it it is important that before we get into anything too serious or important or valuable or useless, what useful. You, no, come on. What? <laughs> Show a little respect. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you like? You, you introduce it like it's not valuable or useful. Hey, if you need to get a coffee or go to the bathroom and you yeah, don't want to hit good time. stop, you can't. now is a great time. Come on. Wow. Okay, okay. It's the best part. That's why we put it first, and it is the... David's Random Story. So, anyway, I've been doing this, you know, for a long time. And it, as what, it, specifically? And as <laughs> this ministry stuff. Okay. okay. And ministry as stuff. it goes, you know, the longer you do it, the more the more respect you would think you would be getting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would you think. think. Yeah. Unlikely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Depends. <clears throat> yeah. And I was, I was excited, you know, that we could... 
I don't know. Should I say where? Well, you always do this. Like, but, yeah. I, I don't know so, what you're going to yeah, say. Okay, so, He's asking so, himself. It's an Okay, internal. so anyway, yeah, I'm trying to filter things. When have you ever filtered something? But so, anyway, so we're... We're in this beautiful venue and everything, and, and uh, anyway, uh, so I was in this, I was in this random bi- building one time, yep. uh, or church, where they were kind of showing their people they're helping, you know what I mean? Like yeah. pictures, like, like they show, like they're at an orphanage, yeah. right. you know, like missionaries. helping They were people. showing missionaries. Excuse me? Like there were pictures of missionaries on the wall. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> so anyway, so there were there was like a picture like uh, <clears throat> of these people all like gathered around this 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 homeless guy praying yeah. for him, and like they were all <laughs> very really right. like it's like the mission field starts here or today or whatever. yeah it's like the mission is here not just where somewhere else right so anyway so there's there's an inspirational picture of the mission in action right yep. and so it shows all these like millennial types gathered around this homeless guy what are millennial types that's really interesting uh tight jeans yeah yeah stuffy you know, attitudes i yeah. don't know anything about that so anyway so and then Stuff, so they're praying for this attitudes. this homeless guy to show that they're out in their yeah, community okay. and then i ben points out to me that's not a homeless guy that's you <laughs> <laughs> so well, i mean like come on what is what is up with wait, that? Wait, wait, wait. So the picture was you? It was their, they were praying for me, but they were, they thought <laughs> they were praying, praying for you. The millennial the, types. All these, yeah, the millennial like, hipsters. all the people that it, it appeared <laughs> why, to be from their church. Why were they but praying for you? Because they was like, I was like this, this random homeless guy that they were reaching out to and helping. Well, at least it didn't look like you were a woman. Yeah, at least that's it was, true. you know, it's better you, to you be. You weren't confused in that way. Yeah. It's better to be a hobo than a woman in a picture, right? Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's I probably will be the title that, of this I, podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say that, Luke. I wouldn't judge that way. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so I still don't quite understand that whole story. But anyway, your uh, mistaken identity continues, and we uh, we rejoice and, and are sad. I thought you were going to say, we salute you. Well, yeah, well, I wouldn't salute you for that. That's weird. Hey, have you guys been keeping up some salutes? No, 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 we haven't. You're the guy that's kind of the guardian of the salutes, so we'll have to do that on the next podcast. But anyway, moving on, there's David's random story. Uh, being exploited, I guess, for the purposes of inspiring people <laughs> into missions, <laughs> and not the conventional sense. Normally, it's like you're speaking. You're not. Being, I know. You're I know. not being used in a picture as being, a hobo. As a hobo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. I don't even know how to segue <laughs> from there. So we are now moving on to the series that we're going to be looking at today, which is based on Hebrews ten twenty three through twenty five. Uh, and I'll read that. It says, "Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful." And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. So as I was reflecting on uh, how can we be effective, you know, I think that is one of my biggest desires. I want my life to matter. I want to yeah. be fruitful. I want to make a difference. Um, the world is is a mess and it, it's falling apart. And I think Jesus wants to use us, not just to be slightly more moral people than the next guy, but but to really do something to make a difference. Um, and as I was reading this and as I was reflecting on what can we say to those that are drawn to our message that, that want to also be equipped to, and released in this way, what can I say? And, and this 
this verse, these verses really stood out to me. Um, and there were some, some key principles that I kind of derived uh, from them. Um, and so we can, we're going to look at all four of those kind of key verses to how can we be fruitful? What can we do? And not just individually, but communally uh, to make a difference as artists or just as, as radical followers of Jesus in, in secular culture today. Um, so the first one I want to talk about is this idea that we need to stick together. Uh, Paul, if you if you kind of look at the language that he uses in this this brief passage, it's very communal language, uh, and I think that that the Bible in general is far more communal than we typically tend to read it. We we have made it very individual. We've we've made it very much about my walk with God um, when it was often written in a context for a body. Uh, and even to be read publicly to a body of believers. Um, so if you look at words like let us hold, let us consider, I mean, he even just comes out and say it, let us continue to meet together uh, as you know some have, have gotten out of the habit of doing. Um, and so in this sort of rallying cry to a fruitful life, why is this concept of meeting together so important? Why do you guys think that that matters so much in this context? Well, for me, it's been this this obvious sharpening and, and almost like a foundation kind of building experience where if I went off and did whatever I wanted to apart <laughs> from community, mm-hmm. it would be really, really dangerous and, and <clears throat> potentially frightening to myself and everybody so you're else. you're saying Pro- accountability. Yeah, accountability yeah. has been huge. Thank you, David. See, yeah. that, that was brilliant and I needed that help. The, the, uh, <laughs> there, but there's something beautiful about being in a, in a community where... I am known and I know others, and, and I can be challenged. I can be sharpened. I can be uh, grown up and held accountable. Yeah, totally. Otherwise, you'd be going crazy. You'd be well, like, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that means right. that you're yeah. in a community that does hold you accountable because yeah. there, you can be in a, in a community that actually do, does the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's true. The first community that I was in uh, was not exactly one that helped, helped me grow. Um, I mean, we had a lot of fun, but... <laughs> is it the one where you didn't wash the dishes? <laughs> is it, is, that's you know, the end of the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, so when it, I think I talked about this before, but when I lived in a trailer park and we had no furniture. Uh-huh. I don't remember hearing this. Was yeah, that with Captain Shehawk? No, no. Captain that wasn't with the, no, that, but it was with Tim Lauderell. Ah, uh, nobody yeah, yeah. knows who you're talking about. Yeah, but whatever. So we lived in this, we lived Friends in this, this, uh, well, some other random people. I don't even know who their names were, but we had, we lived, <laughs> in you lived with them, <laughs> but I never didn't learn their names, <laughs> but we, we had this, we decided that we were going to have this community, but the, there would be no rules. Great. <clears throat> because we thought that would be the way yeah. to happiness, no Freedom. rules. And so we had a stereo and then people, we don't have stereos anymore, but anyway. Yeah, now we, we've moved on to boomboxes. Yeah, so <laughs> people were just, you know, living there. And uh, so there was no rules, so no one was into doing the dishes. So when the dishes got dirty, no one did them. Yeah. And so we never had clean dishes again. And there were like all these things in the sink, growing in the sink. It was like oh, a wow. science project. Different yeah, colors. Yeah. And then yeah. at one time I wanted to bake a potato, so I put it. Which you have not done since. So I, I thought, <laughs> so I know it's true, but I, so I thought, well, you put it in the oven, right? Right. I put it in there, but I didn't know that you're supposed to punch holes in the potato, so it blew up. <laughs> and then, and no one was into cleaning the oven, so we never used the oven again. Wow. Wow. And that's so, why you never made baked yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah so that was, that's not an example of community that you're talking about, right? Right, because right. no, no, in a community, kind of you should first learn people's names. So, okay, yeah, yeah. okay hold on. That would be a good rule. starting yeah. point. <laughs> right, so... Yeah, and those other guys, I never did find that, out their names. That uh, relatively useful illustration aside, 
that's kind of how community should function. But let's stay on why does it matter to be together? Like, yeah, yeah. in all seriousness, why does why are you know is Paul calling us to meet together as some have called you know fallen out of the habit of doing? Why is he in in this very you know, he straight, seems to stress that quite significantly in a short space yeah, here. Why yeah. is that so important to him? Yeah, well, I think you touched on on it very, the key thing for me at the beginning when you're saying how the Bible, the whole Bible shows that from the Old Testament to the New, it shows community. It's about our faith is individual, but it's also a communal faith. And, and so I think Paul talks about that. One of the things Paul always talks about is staying uh, true to sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. He talks about the importance of the gospel, about teaching. And we don't get that if we're on our own. We don't, we don't um, hear, we don't, I learn from each other. We don't get what you were talking about, Chad. And uh, I mean, even practically, even outside of the Bible, it makes sense. Um, we're, you know, we're made to, to live together. I think there's like some kind of saying or something that's like, you go fast alone, but you can go further together. Yeah. And it's something that everybody knows. Sometimes you go slow alone or <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> Sometimes right. you just go fast. It's similar to the phrase, that you can't tramp a muling ox before the noon. Sunsets. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar. It's, they're both from Africa. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> carry on. But, but anyway, but the, but the Bible so, gives so us what's real. Your point? I don't have one. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just filling space. Accountability. Accountability. Yeah. I'm just filling space. <laughs> it was my turn, so I thought I should say something. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I thought it was brilliant, Luke. You but see, both. this is an example of why it. why you need community because we <laughs> can encourage each other. So yeah, when yeah. I start you were, talking nonsense, you start. See, if you were alone, you would just be still going. Yeah, you still like talking. Spewing yeah. forth. That's what I usually yeah, do. Yeah, but you guys are more like spoon sharpening spoons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's no hope. There's no hope. I mean, it's just the mashing of spoons. But anyway, I feel like you're perilously close to something interesting. So you think so? I, but that was it. I ran out. <laughs> you were done. You were yeah, the That was were so close. That was yeah. impressive. Well, that's as far as I got. You could just see the hamster wheel yeah, going. Yeah. It's like like, oh, like what happened earlier. You missed a really classic moment. Yeah? Yeah. They said they said share a story of a really cool risk that's just happened in your life and i just instead Bros. of waiting and really processing what right. the story should be yeah i just went I just for it talk, yeah. i said so guys there's like this one time and then, and then all of a sudden i was like I, I have no idea where i'm going with this all right and they could they ben was just like dude you're just making it up aren't you yeah. Yeah. Like that didn't even Sorry. happen. You were telling us to, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. anyway can we So anyway, right. I can say, you know, I Focus. was in a positive community when I was at the University of Minnesota and uh on. which is like a hard place to be to follow Jesus. You know, there's not a lot of Christians. I was studying philosophy. I was the only Christian in my department, you know, only student in philosophy that was even close to at all to being a Christian. And so we had this this house that we had where we would study the Bible together. We'd have parties, you know, Elvis impersonators, and we'd tell everyone we can put on the best party at the university, you know, drug and alcohol free. But it gave us, um, we were holding each other's arm up in the battle, and yet, and we were, we were having a real impact at the university. But, I mean, that's an example of why community is so important. It helped me to stay strong and to have a a real focus when I was in university. Yeah, and I think I think that you actually hit on a very important point, which is that, you know, I think Paul's writing often to churches that are in really difficult places and difficult times. And so there's a degree of, of the, the strength that happens in community where, where we can hold each other's faith up. You know, it's not that, that we've kind of gone too far sometimes and we've become cloistered and we've like actually separated ourselves from culture, which is I, I don't think what Paul's talking about. But at the same time, the opposite end of the extreme is to never meet together and to become so alone that you end up absorbing a lot of what is in culture. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, well, yeah. I mean, just Christianity doesn't exist without community, right? Because right. it's about, yeah. you no, know, God is a relational God. He calls us to relationship with him. He calls us to relationship with others. Um, the Bible talks all the time about um, love, about, um, ex- you know, learning to love. And he don't do any of that alone. Like, right. I always find it weird when the monks uh, used to spend all their time out in the middle right. of nowhere. Because how, how can there be Christianity? I mean, you need, sometimes you need time alone. You need to seek God. But sure. there's no Christianity without it. Like, there's a verse I really like uh, in Philippians 2. Um, where, where Paul talks about this, this community, and, and I think it kind of answers, for me, it answers the why. Why do we need to be in community? But <clears throat> So it says, um, Fulfill my job by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each other esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. So he's talking about this selfless love, and then he goes into to give the example of Jesus and what Jesus did. And we can't do that if we're not in community. If we're not living together, we're not learning from each other, we're not um, learning to think outside of ourselves, uh, you know, we'll just, you know, just live the selfless, right. selfish life that we do in, in the culture right. today. And I also think that, that um, what's unique about, about following Jesus in the community that that establishes is, is that people gather together for very unusual reasons, as opposed to the rest of the world. So like in the rest of the world, you gather together maybe by interests or by thinking the same. Some people say, well, Christianity means you think the same. But it's a community that kind of div- seems to uh, wipe away. It's not about class. It's not about education. It's not about how you look or, or the music you're into. It shouldn't be about any of those things. And so even in that, there is a there is a sanctifying tool of we're all coming together and, and there's going to be some friction just in who we are and where we come from. And I think that is a unique strength of Christianity is that you it, it, it doesn't congregate based on socioeconomic lines or even interests outside of its its devotion to Jesus. And there's such great strength. And I think that's really beautiful to the world, ultimately, because in the world, it's it's definitely not that way. It's definitely based on what you look like or the money you have or, or even how you look. Yeah, and also we have different gifts, and, and I think you're talking about that too. You know, a good example to me is how it is when on No Longer Music. Yeah. You know, we have heavy vehicle drivers. We have guys who are running the sound. We have guys who are playing guitars. We have all these, but none of it would work if everyone wasn't doing playing their part. And when I'm not in community, I'm 1% of my potential. You know, I'm not released. And if you want to be released, if you want to experience the fulfilled, fulfilled life that you're supposed to live, you need to be a part of other people. God made us inadequate, you know, so that we need each other. And I think, I think there's this kind of pride today that wants to, I know I was very much that way. I still am, but I, I knew I had to be part of a community. And I, and I think that releases you. Another thing is like we believe that God speaks to us through each other. Like, you know, obviously he speaks to us through the word, through the Bible in prayer, but we believe that the Holy Spirit is in us and he speaks um, to, you know, I learn so much from hearing other people. And if I'm not in community, I don't get that either. So, and that's, that's one of the dangers. I think, you know, when you, when you're on your own or doing your own thing, or even you might have relationships, but you're not really under an authority. You're not in a a relationship where there's real accountability. Then you just kind of, you can go off on any idea. You can completely lose perspective and lose like the, the core of what our faith is about. And you're off on your own. You're just, just doing your own thing. You don't see it unless there are other people there who can speak into it and challenge you. So, that's a huge one for me. It's like believing that God can speak to me through the community, through other people. Yeah, First John 1, 7 is basically what you're saying. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. 
And so the idea of accountability, of walking together, of being in the light, of actually admitting that uh, we all need Jesus more than anything else on the planet. And, and there's, a, there is a, a, there's like a level of connection that happens when, oh, I can be me. I can admit that I don't have it all figured out. And then I, today I need extra grace for whatever. So Yeah, yeah. And one thing I think that would be interesting to talk about is, David, you kind of humorously highlighted a bad <laughs> community and a good community. Because I think uh, it's not just the physical act of being together that necessarily accomplishes the fruit that Paul's talking about or even yeah. we're talking about. So what, what makes up a good community? Like what actually defines that as opposed to – because I've been a part of, you know, groups of guys where we're following Jesus, but it's actually kind of not that healthy. Yeah. It's not – and then I've been part of communities where it's like, man, people are pushing me to go deeper with the Lord. They're, they're having the hard conversations with me, mm-hmm. kind of giving away the answers here. But what do you guys think? What are, what are some elements that make a community like, like the one Paul's actually talking about? Well, for me, like, first of all, the church is unique. And I think you're touching on this just before that in that the world doesn't have anything like it. And the thing that makes it unique for me is that, that Jesus taught us um, love and forgiveness. Forgive 70 times 7, uh, sacrifice on the cross, the selflessness of that, of, of, of forgiveness. And there's no other community that has that kind of basis. There's a copy of it. There's an imitation. I mean, the whole kind of humanist thing tends to copy things from Christianity to say, you know, human rights and all that kind of stuff. But it has no real basis for it. We're, we have the only real basis for a community that can last, that can keep going. And so I think that that, that makes it unique. And that, that's one of the things um, about it that we really need. And I forgot your question now. Well, Jesus said, <laughs> where, where two or more are gathered, there I am in your midst. And so part of what makes community so powerful and so profound is that we believe it's not just us showing up. It's the God of the universe showing up with us. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just a, Hey guys, let's get together and, and bake potatoes or do whatever we would do. It's, it's a, Jesus is here with us and that changes everything. It's what's a good community is centered on Jesus. It's intentional. It's about uh, pushing ourselves to be more radical for him. Yeah. And also, I think it has a, a purpose more than, I don't know, I suppose you can have a community where you just live together. But I think a really the healthy ones that I've seen, are they have a mission focus. Yeah. You know, they're not just there to live together. Like they're together. looking outwards. They're looking <laughs> outward, and they're, and, they're, and they're challenging each other, and they yeah. have high standards, and it's, it's about let's change our city. Right. You know what I mean? And... Let's seek God together, and let's let's be radical in our commitment yeah. uh, to this, and and that bring you know that challenges me in my faith, and I think yeah. communities that don't have that kind of focus are not healthy a lot of the time. And I think the other thing that a community needs to be healthy is leadership. It needs like humility sub- to to submit, and I right. think there's a lot of communities or. That, that aren't real uh, communities because there's no accountability and accountability only comes when there is leadership and there's, there's an aspect of understanding that we submit to each other. And the Bible yeah. talks about that. It talks about submitting to one another. It talks about leadership and submitting to a leader. And, and so I think that, that all of that makes a, makes a, a healthy community and, and there's a lack of that today. There's a lot right. of, you know, even in the church often that, you know, we'll be going along to a church, to be part of a church, but we haven't really understood that right. concept of submitting to each other and learning from each other. In that yeah. Way. Yeah, no, it's true. And I, I agree. Like, like you were saying, David, that I think good community needs to be aimed at something. And Paul's verse here, it's not just sort of, sort of this means to an end, like just, Hey, just get together. It's kind of within the context of this very, like, it's like a fighting verse, like get together, encourage each other lo- to, you know, spur each other on to love and good deeds, because that that's ultimately when it, when it's powerful, when, when it's a group of people 
under God's submission, aiming for something outside of themselves. And, and then even related to what you were saying, I think that, that, you know, all of us who are married here can attest to the fact that there's probably no greater sanctifying tool than, than marriage, than being in the, you know, that is the most intense community. But then ultimately, I think beyond that, it's supposed to then extend to what the, the larger body where, you know, there's this, there's this me without you line that says a, a glass can only spill what it contains. And I like that idea that, that community kind of exposes what's in there. You know, and, and the thing is, the world says that if someone doesn't like you, or if, sorry, if you don't like someone, if they rub you the wrong way, or just reject them and find people that won't confront you, the Christian community should kind of push you a little bit. And again, back to our own example, No Longer Music, if you've got stuff in there, if you've got stuff you got to deal with, tour's going, it's going to bring it out, right? And it's that stuff that's inside that glass, it's going to come out because you're going to be with people that are going to push you. Um, but, but, but then I think we could all agree that, man, the friends I have mm-hmm. that expose some of that stuff in me that have the courage to say, Ben, I see this and it's not right, yeah. those are the friends I value most, and that's what real community is. Yeah. And because it's a mission, that's what binds us together. And because we have this commonality and that we, we follow Jesus and can look to the Bible as our, as our guide— then when you have a problem, you can go back to that. But you don't always have to have, like, 16 dudes on, like, mattresses on a church floor. <laughs> or, or do you? Yeah, maybe you do sometimes. <laughs> maybe you do. I don't know. But I, I, I think, when I think as we're talking about this, I mean, how can a community not have as its focus to reach their community if they're authentic followers mm-hmm. of Jesus? Yeah, to I mean, reach out. Isn't yeah. that right? Yeah, totally. I mean, if I look at the book of Acts, there's no such thing as a community there that doesn't have that as its focus. Yeah. And that's one of the points of community. Like um, when Jesus uh, prayed for the disciples and for those that would believe um, after in John 17, that's one of the things he says. He says that they'd be one so that the world would believe right. that I come from the Father. You know, yeah. so it's like this concept that community should be this witness, this light in yeah, the world. I think it, it should be going has out. to be actually. And I yeah. think if you if you have a negative community idea, it's probably because you've only experienced the other kind. Yeah. You know, because I I didn't I didn't want to live in community. I mean, now I'm. You know, living in community, I don't think, means you have, you have to be in the same building, does it? I don't know. <laughs> and, and it doesn't mean that you have to, like, wash the dishes together no, or not. No, so I don't know. I think you can. But I spend a lot of the year now living in, like, big buildings with lots of people. Uh, but the reason that I, I love it is because it's so intense about changing the world. Yeah. You know, and by bringing people to Jesus. And then you have all these different giftings and countries. That's yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, we have, like... We'll have people from like twenty countries, and yeah. and it's just amazing. But I, I think the richness of that. Yeah. I think there's also something, and, and this is maybe a little tangential, but I feel like there's a there's an aspect of this that is a powerful tool that Christians have in reaching people because the yeah. felt need for young people, well, really anybody, is just incredible loneliness. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are so <clears throat> lonely, and I don't think we even have a clue how isolated and alone people are. Yeah, and so that we we can show people what authentic community looks like because even what you're saying is true that, that if we come into a relationship going, I need you to fill me, right? You aren't, I have to find that fulfillment in you. Mm. It's not going to work. No, you know, it's your old straw analogy. You know, you put a straw on someone and you take and you take, and then when they're empty, you move on to somebody else. Right. So in modeling what real authentic community looks like, which is self-sacrifice, which is submission, which is outward focus. Yeah we can invite people into what authentic relationship looks like. Mm. And that is going to be an incredibly infectious 
thing that we yeah. have to reach people. And we need yeah. to remember and realize that. We, we forget how unique the church is. And yeah. often we'll kind of, you know, we'll Disparage get negative about it. Yeah. And we'll be kind of, but, but it's this unique thing that, as it's, we've already said, doesn't exist in society. And if you think about it worldwide, I mean, that's, for me, is one of the biggest witnesses of the truth of the gospel yeah. and who Jesus is. Because, yep. I mean, any religion... Uh, tends to be linked to a nationality exactly, or to a yeah. people group. And followers of Jesus, you just can't link it to a nationality. I mean, yeah. you can't, you know, it comes, you, you bring it there from the Jewish tradition, from the Middle East, it's spread across Europe. It, today, it's all over the world. And, you know, when you think it's dying out, you know, people, it's changing or dying out in one place, it's exploding in another. Else, yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's, totally crosses cultural barriers, totally crosses, you know, social um, class and politics and all of that. And I think that is so unique and that it, do, it really doesn't exist anywhere else. And we need to remember and realize how powerful that mm-hmm. is and, and really commit to that and really um, let God use that and be like, especially when it comes to missions and the kind of stuff that we're doing, I think that's so crucial that we're committed to that, that we want to see that as we, it's a tool that Jesus gave us and, and we should be um, doing everything we can to see that have its full effect and its full power in society and the world today. I mean, I think it can also protect you from getting, you know, killed. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. like, we were in a plane in this club where this guy uh-huh. attacked me with a knife, and the manager of the band that was playing in the, before us he was going to hit him over the head with a folding, metal folding chair. <laughs> and the reason that he, wa- he said he wanted to do that, you know, he was, like, fighting to protect me is because yeah. of the unity he saw in our band. Right, <laughs> and on. it was so blew his mind that he was willing to yeah. literally, you know, stand in front of a guy with a knife to protect me. He was so yeah. blown away by yeah. our unity. Well, so I'm, you know, I'm so serious. I'm being serious. Yeah. Um, you know, we have how many times have we heard yeah. that? No, we that that's probably one of the most common things that we get. I mean, we even I want to. I'm not sure where it was, whether it was Albania, but we had like a city official yeah. come and talk to our manager and be like, if we could get our our government to work like your team does. Yeah. Like it would solve so many yeah. problems. And you know, it's again, I'm sounds yeah. funny to say that about ourselves, but yeah. part of it's pragmatism, part of it's 60 shows in 75 days and survival. Yeah. But there, again, <laughs> there is that, but no, really there is that, there's that spiritual yeah. unity that comes from having that outward focus and being in the battle together and loving one another. And it's real. I mean, we were just on a tour in Brazil, uh, touring with a big secular band. Um, and, the the it was fronted by these these two guys these twins these biological twins and they were in tears talking about the love and the relationships that they felt and how they have this was like going to be the most profound experience of their entire lives yes of course because of Jesus but because also because of the impact that Jesus had in our community as a band how we just yeah. boom they're they're part of us and we love them and and man that is it is almost clockwork that if we have a non-Christian band come and tour with us, that they give their lives to Jesus yep. almost for no other reason than because of the love that they feel within our group for each other and for them. And yeah. it's not because we're so angelic all the no, time. No, it's no, not definitely not. Everyone's always smiling. And, yeah, yeah. No. You know, but but it's there, there's a kind of unity that that's transcends those kinds of things that blows their mind. Okay, but that's because yeah. that's not what authentic community right, is. It's right. not perfection. No. Yeah. It's something bigger than that. And, and like the community and the unity that we need to live out on the road and in missions or in a band is, is really important. But there's another aspect as well that I love about re- remembering um, how that functions in a local church and, and how in yeah. a day-to-day, um, when you're not on a mission trip, when you're not traveling somewhere, having that community in a day-to-day is, is powerful. The, the way that uh, people that are able to see you um, in, in normal life and, and, and going through the good times and the hard times and challenging you through that is so crucial, so important. 
Well, the whole idea of uh, Romans 12 outdoing one another and showing honor from a community perspective is part of what makes Christian community so out of the box different because it's how can I, how can I go above and beyond to honor someone else? How can I make it about someone else, their needs, their priorities rather than my own and serving myself? Yeah. Yeah, And And you know, that's something I see in you, Chad, you really demonstrate that. Yeah. Thanks. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning. Thank you. I was going to say, I think that sometimes, I, I think it's important in this topic to touch, to, to you know, to talk about the whole thing of, of church and, and how that's a challenge for people as well. Because often when we, they think community, um, sometimes they're not in what they might consider a cool community. They're like, oh, with people that are similar, they're, they might be in a church where there's a lot of people that are very different to them and they're struggling mm-hmm. with that. I think it's really important to, to recognize how Jesus and, can work through that. And uh, so my wife and I had this situation in, in the UK uh, we're part of this this church that um, was mostly older people, and um, they at the beginning didn't quite get what we were about, and they thought we were weird and you know like gypsies traveling around and having this band <laughs> and this weird thing. But today they they have supported us for ten years and just faithfully you know supported us and. It was really interesting. We did this thing where we were reaching young people in the neighborhood with this with this cafe, and at first they were all they were freaking out about stuff like filling up this place with kids, and they were saying like crazy stuff like, "What if they leave their their syringes around?" And I'm like, "They're not on heroin," you know. <laughs> and they're like, "And what if nobody knows where to put the knives back in the right drawer?" And worrying about all these you know silly things that are the kind of thing you sometimes get in a church, you know. And but yeah. but when we just stuck to it and worked together, we had this amazing team of like people of all different ages. We had this grandma, like call, we called her Grandma Pat. She was like eighty three years old, Gee, and Pat. she and she was like making tea for all these young people. And we had like just people of all different ages working together, and it just had an impact on the church, and it changed the church, and and it reached the the neighborhood. Mm. And, and this church believes in us till today, and they support us and encourage us all the time. And so I just think it's so important to go past those boundaries and those right. barriers of, oh, they're, you know, this, they're different or they won't get me. And but the ch- that's what the church is about. But doesn't, that, doesn't that just speak to the, the, the fact that community is not about you? Yeah. It's not a social club, yeah, right? right? And I think Sorry. that's part of the problem is yeah. that, you know, we've kind of have this cool hipster vibe in, in Christianity where it's like, Community is just a bunch of people that like make their own coffee and like wear skinny jeans. Like, what, why is that community? Like, community is like dying to yourself and yeah. and saying, "I'm not cooler than this person that doesn't like the same music that I like." It's it's yeah. it's and it's also taking the time to invite people into your life and not in just a token way. You know, like I say hi to people in church in the lobby when we're drinking our coffee. That's that's not community. And so it's it's resisting the the sort of hyper individualism of our culture and that i just kind of like to be around the the three people that think like me and that like what i like and i think like you said if we would if we would make it about how can i serve and how can i be part of something beyond myself yeah i think not only would we break down those walls but we would actually be far more fulfilled than just kind of trying to pursue other people to fill our own needs. That's right. uh, Which ultimately is what the world's model is and it's not satisfying. But what about you know i talk to people and they they're all, all forever in this church or group that's not very healthy, and, but they're there to, to bring change, you know? Well, we're not when, ta- when, I don't think we're talking about unhealthy, though. Yeah. Like, it's one thing. Where I guess what we're talking about is superficial barriers that are just, okay. you yeah. know, like they're not, maybe they're not my age or they're different. Right. And again, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong about wanting to be around like-minded people in a sense, but I do think that we, 
we make it about how can someone fulfill me or how can I associate with people that, that I feel cool around yeah. as opposed to really serving the body wherever that might, might be. So unhealthy is different. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes like people, they'll have a calling and they know God's called them to do something and th- but they'll use the excuses like, oh, the church doesn't understand me or they're holding me back right, or right. things like that. Yeah. I think a lot of the time for me, that's like lack of, of um, like patience to just explain and talk and, and, and explain what you're doing. And I found most of the time when, you, when we've had the chance to speak in all kinds of different churches yep. and we've shared what we do and what we do is pretty outside of the box for, for a lot of churches, we've been really welcomed. It's been really no, accepted. Some of the most conservative churches yeah. have been our biggest Well, and supporters. often people don't think what you're doing is cool because it's lame. That's another thing. Oh, me, yeah, yeah. In my case. <laughs> no, but but that's, that's a yeah, unique yeah, problem to myself. But, 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 yeah. That's a very good point, actually. In all actually. honesty, it's like you, you're, you're a flaky person. You never follow through. There's no fruit. Like, Are you talking about me still? Yeah, it's, this is a really <laughs> veiled criticism. Getting, he's still looking at you. It's getting really Your name hairy. starts yeah, with funny. an L. You got yeah. kind of a funny face. You wear trousers wow. and a tiny suit. No, but you know what no, I mean? It's you're like, not wearing your tiny suit. I had a pastor once tell me that you cannot argue with fruit. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, that is what you cannot argue with. When when lives are being changed, yeah. these the sort of the peripheral areas of it kind of become irrelevant. Yeah. So sometimes people don't understand what you're doing because it's not fruitful. Yeah. And and there there's those times and you have to start by serving somehow, right? And and the hardest places to serve sometimes is where you feel like, oh, you know, I'm misunderstood or people are different to me. But that's the most character-building times, right? When we're serving in that. And then when we're faithful to that and God starts moving in, in our lives and we start seeing fruit, uh, and then if we have the patience to show that and explain to, the, to, to others, to the church, I, th- I think most of the time, um, people will, will be able to understand and get behind you. And I think it's so important to go through that. Of course, yep. there are situations times when you're in a, in, a, in a church or community that's just not really a Bible-believing church or really following after Jesus, and it's not really, um, there's some stuff that's unhealthy, and there are times like that. But to be honest, I think a lot of the time, it's a lot more about us needing to like commit, have, yeah, commit to have some yeah. character-building times and to have the patience of communicating and talking about stuff. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyway. Uh, oh, Nigel always says, loose lips sink ships. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> so yes. part of, so he, that was his contribution saying, you can't have good community if everyone is tearing each other down. Yeah. I don't know what Nigel's very to do wise. With but anyway. You, you have uh, a lot of conversations with Nigel. You guys have become quite close. It's not it so much what is spoken. Way. It's more what is felt. Yeah. Ooh. it's. A, I mean, it's a good example of the community You're jealous. Thing. You see, you know, right? you, just because Nigel doesn't want to talk to you isn't, well, he doesn't talk to me either, but if he did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm wrapping this up. This was the, uh, I thought it was a really important discussion. And honestly, I think unity in and of itself is such an incredible testimony to a world that is so self-motivated and self-focused. Um, and so this idea of meeting together and not falling out of the habit of doing that, I think it's as relevant now as it was when Paul said it. And uh, so, yeah, that I think is critical. If you're going, I want to make a difference in this world, Find a group of people to do it with. That's probably and be a good committed. start. Be committed. You're, you'll be released like crazy. Absolutely. Find find a group of people, spur one another on to, yeah. to love and good deeds, and, and stay committed, and, and God will use that powerfully. I've seen it. And it's a beautiful thing, like we keep saying. When everyone surrenders, you see all these gifts coming out, yeah, right? In ways right. that people can contribute it's and amazing. things you have that, that can help, but definitely things you don't have that other people are stepping in. And God seems to bring people to, to fill all those gaps. And it's amazing to see what you can produce in, in that context. So 
Anyway, thanks for listening to part one of this series. I don't even know what it's called. Maybe I'll have a snappy name for it by then. Rate, rate, review, and subscribe. Not in that order. To the Provoke and Inspire podcast. Go to iTunes. And remember, stay real. (laughs) Stay real. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks for listening to Provoke and Inspire, the official Come and Live podcast. To hear past podcasts, go to comeandlive.com. Got a question for the guys? Send it in to provokeandinspire at comeandlive.com.